Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome into a brand new episode of the Face Turn Podcast, part of the Sports Insanity Network. I'm Noah Trombley, joined as always by Lawrence Patchman Lang and Mike the Pun Master Rifkin. Gentlemen, how are we doing tonight? Feeling extreme. Feeling extreme. Um, Jeff Knapp can't be here tonight, still enjoying the last of his vacation down in the great state of Florida. Florida. It's not really that great. It's a place. It's a place. All right, no, no Florida trash talk on the on the show. <laughs> um, but like the two said, uh, we are feeling extreme because we have WWE Extreme Rules that will be streaming live on Peacock. Obviously, this Saturday, October the eighth at eight PM Eastern Time. Uh, we've got six matches so far uh, for the card. I believe this is the final card, unless something gets added at the end of the at the end of smackdown i just want to say real quick guys for the show this actually feels like an extreme rules pay-per-view because there's there's a extreme rules match a fight pit a strap match a ladder match an i quit match a good old-fashioned donnybrook match like just real quick guys i just this actually feels like an extreme rules pay-per-view no stairs matches though no stairs matches, unfortunately. We do not get blessed with another Eric Rowan versus the Big Show in a, in a stairs match. Uh, but we do have six matches on the card. And there's another thing we're going to talk about at the end of the show, but we'll get into that um, when we get there. But we're going to start off with the six-man tag team match, a good old-fashioned Donnybrook match. Of course, basically, that's a no-holds-barred match. As the Brawling Brutes, containing Sheamus, Rich Holland, and Butch, take on Imperium, that being Gunther, Ludwig Kaiser, and Giovanni Vinci. Really excited for this match. Uh, Mike, who do you think wins? I'm going to go with Imperium here, and it, it, it can move Gunther off to something else off of Sheamus, and maybe Vinci and Ludwig can go after the tag titles. So I'm going to go with Imperium. Patchy? Imperium. Nothing against the brawling brutes, but, you know, they finally brought Imperium back. It's time to start building up Imperium and have, you know, them go after the tag titles since, you know, well, uh, not Walter. I almost got to correct myself there. Gunther has the IC title. It's time to go get the tag titles and end this reign of the Usos and at least take the SmackDown title portions off them. Yeah. Put the tag titles back up. It's time. I'm going to go with, I'm going to complete the sweep. I'm going to go Imperium as well. I think Gunther holds on to the IC title tomorrow night on SmackDown and then Imperium goes on to beat the Brawling Brutes at Extreme Rules the following night. All right, up next we have in a strap match, we have Drew McIntyre taking on Karrion Cross, and Karrion Cross is first match back in the company, and he gets it on Extreme Rules pay-per-view. Patchy, who comes out on top of the strap match. This is interesting because you know Drew McIntyre fate middles out at the top of the card almost. You know, he's up there with Roman and a few other people in company. But my heart says Carrion because, you know, Carrion's back as well. And now we need to start pushing him up the ladder a little bit more because it's, you know, when he initially got called up, you know, this past year, we know we, we all know what happened there. It was not good. And all of us were 
<clears throat> angry people yelling at clouds for lack of a better term because of how poorly he was booked they let him go and then you know pop comes to the rescue brings him back and it's just a great build-up <clears throat> and this is going to be a payoff on saturday i can't wait for it carrying cross for the win mike i'm going to go cross as well it won't hurt drew's credibility cross needs the big time win here I'm going to complete the sweep yet again. I'm going to go carrying cross as well. He needs to get on a launching pad right now, and he's going to use Drew McIntyre as that launching pad to get himself back into the main event scene where he belongs. All right. Up next, we have Edge versus Finn Balor of the Judgment Day in an I Quit match. This one is really interesting. I could see them going both directions here. I'm going to say... Finn Balor wins. Finally, we get Judgment Day, their big win. I don't know how he does it. Maybe he goes after Ray or he goes after or maybe Beth Phoenix gets involved or something like that. But I, I, I have a gut feeling. I'm going to say Judgment Day gets their first big win, technically, and Finn Balor takes the victory. Mike? I agree. I'm going Finn. He needs the win more. And I'm with you. I think they use Beth here as the reason of how Edge quits. Patchy? I'll complete the sweep. I'll pull a card out of you, Noah. Another All right. clean sweep here. It's another clean sweep. You know, they have to start, you know, Judgment Day is finally getting built up properly. Properly. You know, with Dom in it now. And, you know, I think Dom might come into play with this. But I agree with Rifkin as well. Beth might be a part of this. And it can be a situation where, you know, Beth is about to be harmed and then Edge says, I quit to have her be saved for, you know, story-wise. Telling. Right. I, I sleep here. I agree. All right. Up next, it's an extreme rules match for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship as Liv Morgan takes on Ronda Rousey yet again. Obviously, they had the match at Money in the Bank. Then they had the match at SummerSlam. Liv technically won at SummerSlam, but they did the controversial finish. So now they're coming here into an extreme rules match. Patchy, does Liv Morgan get her first big win, or does Rousey take the belt back? See, this is an interesting case here because I can see the two ways here. One, we can have a three ways. I'll, 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 go, I'll go three ways with this. One, we're going to have a great match. Two, they're going to find a way to fudge it up or three they're gonna have a great match and finally pull the right trigger here and have ronda win so i'm gonna go with ronda with that because you know we we had the controversial finish yes we yes this can also lead to a Liv morgan heel turn but to me this leads to ronda winning and getting the, the belt back mike I think you have to pull the trigger on Liv here. I think that's where you really have to go. R Ronda's established, and we know how good she is. Liv is as good as Liv is. is she doesn't have that, that win because the win at SummerSlam, you said it, controversial, not that great. Extreme rule, uh, not extreme rules. Money in the Bank, Rondo was already banged up. Liv wins. 
with the help of Shayna Baszler setting up Rousey Baszler. I am I am 100% agreeing with you Mike. I'm going to say Liv Morgan retains I here agree because with me too. because I think Shayna Baszler gets involved, costs Rousey the match and that's how you set up Ronda versus Shayna later down the line and you give a big win to Liv Morgan here even though she's being helped but just have Liv put in a good performance and have her stay right in there and then have Shayna be the dickhead heel and just just screw Ronda right at the end. Hmm. I'll, I'll pose the question. What if Ronda wins and then this sets up Baszler winning the Rumble down the line and then we get Baszler and Ronda at Mania? See, I, I think that match is so big it doesn't need the title. But still, uh, you you can... I'll, go ahead, Rifkin. My question to you is if Rousey wins the title, is she going to be full-time or is she going to pull the Roman and be part-time? I think she'll pull the trigger and be full time now since Triple H is in charge. You might because you know we've seen Ronda wrestle a little bit more on SmackDown. Uh, We're getting if her. She's she, full time. I have no she's, issue. She's getting. With that. She's been wrestling if more. She's so part time might have an issue. Yeah, I think that's where a lot of people would have uh, the issue. All right, <clears throat> up next. Uh, it is a fight pit match with Daniel Cormier as the special guest referee as Matt Riddle takes on Seth freaking Rollins. Patchy, who comes out in the fight pit? Finally, Riddle gets a payoff. You know, we've had Rollins win after win. It, it, it's, it's, it's like that old build. It's that old buildup to, you know, the, the baby face finally gets the win over the heel. I think this is how it's going to happen. I think Cormier is going to get involved a little bit. And, you know, Rollins is going to butt hedge with him. And <clears> Cormier is going to be the one that plays the factor of Riddle finally winning. But I'm going to take Matt Riddle. Mike? I'm going to take the Riddler also. But I think someone else comes into play here, and that's Bobby Lashley. Because of what Rollins and Lashley have going on. Mm. And it sets up for what happens Monday night the US when title. Seth Rollins beats Bobby Lashley for the U.S. title. Mm. Interesting. I like that. Uh, I'm going to go with Riddle as well. Uh, he's got the MMA background. I think they're going to keep that alive here in the fight pit. Um, so, yeah, I think Riddle needs the big win now. Seth's gotten the big win. They need to trade it here. Not that they need to trade it, but give Riddle it here. Like a much different style of match. Um, all right, uh, so up next, we have what I'm guessing is going to be the main event. I, I've gone through this match, and I'm like, which what's going to be the main event? Is it, It's got to be this, right? This feels like the most important match. Any, either you two I, think differently? I mean, it could end with the other thing they've been teasing about for Extreme Rules. We'll get into that in a second. So that might determine what match goes on last, depending on what – that certain thing is happening. But in our final match of the card, uh, we have Bianca Belair uh, taking on Bailey for the Raw Women's Championship in a ladder match. I think this is the easiest one to call. They gave Kai and Eosky the tag titles. They're giving Bailey the Raw Women's title. They're putting all the belts on damage control and they're going to run with them. Mike? I'm with the, uh, it's Bailey, you put the belt on and, and let's move on. And don't be surprised if Bliss or Asuka turn on Bel Air during this match, setting up something else. Patchy? 
And Grains, let's pull out the broomstick again here. This is time for Bailey to reclaim what is rightfully hers. And Damage Control is in full control of Monday Night Raw. All right. Now, before we go, there is one last thing we need to talk about. And that's, of course, the White Rabbit. Now, for anyone who hasn't known or been living under a rock, throughout all the commercial breaks and throughout live events, WWE has been playing an acapella version of Jefferson Airplane's song, White Rabbit. Very haunting, very creepy vibes, and they've been associated with red, red light when she gets to like the high pitch stuff of feed your head, feed your head. There's been QR codes with these cryptic messages of who killed the world, you did, who, uh, who's the savior, I am, stuff, just stuff like that. So everything is pointing to something happening at Extreme Rules, and the majority of it is consenting that it's going to be a return of Bray Wyatt. That's been the that's been the thing from day one since this whole thing started. Everyone bet that it, this was going to be Bray Wyatt. So, Mike, for the predictions on here, let's just say this: Does does the White Rabbit culminate here? Is it Bray? If it's not, who is it? Okay, so I hope it's Bray. I hope that would be the person it would be. But then you're dictating what match it comes up. And if it's Bray, that would probably mean it's either the fight pit or it's the strap match with Drew and and Cross. Those would be the two I would lean. I had another thought in my head kind of pop up as we were talking. Because we sit, said the main, you think the main event's the ladder match. And in my head, if there's a return during the ladder match, one, you could have thought of Trish after the whole Bailey Trish thing in Canada a couple of weeks ago. My mind went to Charlotte. What if Charlotte's the return? I'm not saying that's who it would be. But if that's the main event, if that- Charlotte, if Charlotte is the White Rabbit, because because here's the thing, for me, I least, hope it's Wyatt. Because I, I at I'll this be- point, I I think it has to be Wyatt, or else it's going to seem as a disappointment. Well, we've all if been disappointed not- before. We went to Survivor Series. Oh yeah. Well, so that's something else that. we have not discussed yet. Survivor Series now being War Games. Which is just great. It, there's nothing really to talk about. It's amazing. Oh, Can't wait for it. We need more War Games. We need more War we Games. Want, think about this. If it's not Wyatt, everyone's going to freaking hate it. And that person will be instantly dead. Oh, the my only, God. It's like, going to be Vince. <laughs> oh, my God. That's where God. this leads to. It's Vince McMahon that's the white rabbit. It was me, universe. It was me all along. Oh, oh but they still have the cloak. They need to still have the cloak. I I was talking with my co. I think I was talking with my coworker, or I was just reading re- reading dirt sheets. It's like it with you know the fallout with Black with AEW. There was there was talks it could be him. There was he- talks it could be Bear. There's talks it could be Baron Corbin. 
you know, but even even though we saw Corbin leave with JBL a few weeks ago, yeah, but this has to lead this has to lead to a new one. Either it's the return of the Fiend, or it's the return of you know the Ear of Worlds Bray Wyatt. Which so, I know, honestly, I've said this before, I would rather prefer go back to the cult leader. To me, to me, let him play all three. Let him play the Happy Wyatt. Let him play the Eater of Worlds. Let him play the Fiend. It can be like the three faces of Foley for all I care. Yeah, and the Fiend should be used sparingly. It should be like the Mega Death Everybody Dies option. It, yeah. it was like Cactus Jack. Cactus Jack was the rare option for Mick Foley when he tried to be Triple H back in the day. You know, he right. had the channel, the inner Cactus Jack. He couldn't use I- Dude Love. So he, so basically, that's Wyatt as him being the Firefly Funhouse. Mm-hmm. Year of Worlds, you know, he brought out against Cena. And then, you know, it cult- cultivated with the feet. But right. once again, this has to be Bray Wyatt because if it's not, unfortunately, it's no offense to the wrestler that's doing this. If it's not Wyatt, you're going to get booed out of the building and it ain't going to be pretty. And all that buildup will be worth nothing. What if they did this? Because I've heard a lot of people say that there was a lot of clues to Joe Gacy what if they did something of like Gacy comes out and but like really hints that Bray's coming back? You think that would be enough to like calm the crowd? It it might be, but you know, it, like, it, like it's a weird it's a weird situation that you know this white rabbit's in because you know people are like decoding the QR code saying you know the woman betraying him was Alexa, you know, like, you know, there was the biblical reference of the woman betraying the man. So that referred to bliss betraying mm-hmm. Bray. So yeah, I, honestly, I, I'm, I'm happy for Saturday because of this cultivates with Bray Wyatt. It's, it's another big check on Papa H for, you know, rebuilding yeah. WWE well, to what it once was. And what a great, I just want to say what a great way to like, just almost feel like you're you're infecting WWE. Like it's we're not being obvious, but like we're just sending out these little QR codes. And oh, here this song just happens to play at every one of our events. It's just mm. oh well, you know we had the last QR code during the Raw Women's Championship match signing. You know Corey Graves holds up the um the the folder and then it's just the QR code. Oh, there's the next hint. It's like, yeah, the, um, the way this has been done has been done fantastic, and it's been great storytelling. Right, this is like the best it they've done in great. years doing it. I would be interested if, like, like I said, like maybe Joe Gacy comes out, and then he he basically gets on the mic and just says like something to along the lines of like let him in or something, and then like Bray doesn't appear, but like obviously we're here, like we're you here. Know, we're I, here. I think I think people would be okay with that. Because it's like, yeah, you're not let seeing Wyatt, you're you not know, seeing yeah, Wyatt like, right now, but like he's coming. Just so, let him in. Yeah, let him in. But we will see when we get to Saturday at Extreme Rules. We'll see all the craziness that goes down. A lot of good matches on the card, and hopefully we get the the reveal of who is behind the White Rabbit. But Thank you guys so much for listening. Check out this podcast and other podcasts at our website, www.thesportsinsanitynetwork.com for great blogs, all of our podcasts, great articles, meet the team, everything like that. But for the pun master, Mike Rifkin and Lawrence Patchman Lang, I'm Noah Trombley. You've been listening to the Face Turn uh, podcast, part of the Sports Insanity Network. Enjoy Extreme Rules, and we'll catch you guys next time. Namaste. Say night to your mama. Mama loves you. Say night to Papa. Papa loves you too.